friends, to golf is a four-letter word. Approaching the tee box now, your host, Dustin. Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, it is a happy Friday to you, Jen. Good Welcome morning, back. Paul. Yes, good morning. Ben, glad you're feeling better. We uh, we had a little technical difficulty last Sunday, but we're good. We're here live. Are we live right now? Yes, sir. All right. Um, we're live on Facebook on a Friday morning, but we're going to be talking about a really cool spot that we went to last Friday called uh, the Breakfast Hill Golf Club. Mm-hmm. It's in um, Greenland, New Hampshire, out on the uh, seacoast. And... You're getting waved out. Oh, sorry. Mm, I got to pay attention. Good morning, all. I'm here. So we're still good. we're still new at this microphone thing. You know, they just invented these microphones a while ago. So Breakfast Hill Golf Club, what do oh, you think? Beautiful. Loved it. So much fun, especially since our son, Jake, was with us. Yes. Came back from Hawaii. His arms are tired, but he still managed to play 18 holes with us. Um, He's sleeping. Really cool, really cool little uh, historic spot, too. Apparently... Didn't know this. I was looking it up today. The his, history of Breakfast Hill is one kind of really strange. The Back in 1696, I'm going to give us all a little history lesson here. Awesome. You all remember that. Just June 26. It was a nice day that day, 1696. And uh, hmm. the militia were chasing, um, at the time they were called Indians, now they're called Native Americans. And they found them on the top of this hill where this golf course is and they were having breakfast and they were with the prisoners that they had just taken from a massacre that they had supposedly had happened a couple of days before that in Portsmouth Plains. So wait, were they having the prisoners for breakfast? No, no, no. Just to clarify the the people, the people and the stuff that they got, like when I guess the militia confronted them and the, they made a, a hasty exit and they left all the prisoners and everything that they had stolen up at the top of the hill, and it was they called it Breakfast Hill because they caught the Indians while they were having breakfast. And wow, that's I didn't know it until I looked it up today, and I'm very happy that I did. I feel like I can store that useless knowledge in the back of my head. You will, but he'll, he'll spout that like back in 16, 40 years from now. Back in 1696, yeah, <laughs> back in 1696, it was a pretty important day for those people. They got they were thinking that their lives might have been over, and the they got saved. So and they had breakfast. <laughs> so uh, there were no psyched. there were no Native Americans there when we were there the they other day. Prisoners uh, to no. breakfast. Yep. That's it's an absolutely thing. wonderful public golf course. Um, if you definitely Beautiful. this is I, I think this is probably in my top five golf courses in New Hampshire uh, that we've played so far. It's the best golf course that we've played so far. No offense to any of the other golf courses that we've played so far, but. Um, just a really great layout, uh, really cool outcroppings of stone everywhere. There's oh, so granite, beautiful. there's granite everywhere. This, their signature hole, the 17th hole is, um, a par three. It's called Rocky Knoll and there's pictures of it scrolling through there. And there's just these like is that a green you took there. Yeah. A green in between two giant outcroppings of granite. It's, Pretty absolutely amazing. If you don't uh, get a chance to play this, you'll be you'll be missing out. I had a great time uh, playing with Jake and playing with my wife as usual. And Nate was there with us. He's uh, unfortunately working again. He doesn't have real jobs like we do, um, but we love him and we miss him. And we're going to be going on vacation with those guys next week, and we're going to have a blast. Yeah, but going to have a great job. I mean, I, great job. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Nate. How he does have a great. He has a tough job. He works. Yeah, he does. He has a work. He hard, works really hard. 
we um we got there what time did we get there we got there for like two o'clock right and mm-hmm. the, everybody there at breakfast hill was so friendly they were they were really nice in the in the in the clubhouse um you know the the we definitely had the Tito's girl driving around, so it was kind of nice. Yeah, we had fun. Skylar, like apparently my our son Jacob knew who she was. They had met each other before, and uh, she was great. Knew each other from high school, and she was great. She was really very friendly, very uh, personable, and it got a little chilly when we were done. The eighteen by the time the eighteen holes were getting done, it is getting to be t- towards the fall, which I yeah. hate to say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do for this podcast when we don't have any. When we do snowball, I guess we'll we have to go. Be, in, we'll have to go inside and figure that out. But we'll be in Orlando. Yeah, we'll do. We'll go south. We'll just Myrtle go, Beach. We'll go south. Yes, and the rest of the shows will be about indoor mini golf. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some. We'll do some. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Club Fourteen. So just to um, check this out, what we you get when you go there too? Like I they loved have that. This book and it gives you like it's a forecasting for every every hole that they they do. Tells you how far areas are. Tells you where it's almost to hit like it. the old-fashioned version of the GPS. Really great, Jake to, and I love that. Yeah, and I hit it to the left. There's water over there. Yeah, it's a pretty cool. Don't go this way. So pretty this cool book thing. is good. Eighteen. Uh, they, all the different holes have names: Ice Pond, Kinds Way, Marianne Solitaire, which I'm not really sure what that one is. Iron Kiln, the Watering Place, which of course had water on it i think every course should have that yep i do i think a lot of courses used to have these all the time and it's an old oh i loved an it. old tradition and it's really cool but it's um it's nice because you can bring it with you and next time you go it. there you're like oh, yeah, i hit a crappy drive over here hit a crappy drive there <laughs> i actually got on the green in seven on that one but yeah, it's pretty cool. I um I, I have to say I, I give this I give this golf course this would be the first hundred I would give out out of all of our out of all of our golf courses. This is a wow. That's saying a lot. It is. It, the food. The food was great. Was awesome. Yep. We, we were had, freezing, but so delicious. Well, we could have eaten out. We could have eaten inside, but we chose to eat out on the patio. There was a cool patio yeah. that looks out oh, over the. Over the the eighteenth hole and the ninth hole, and as as most patios, you know, tend to look out over those holes. But mm-hmm. it was really cool. The people there were nice. The starter was very helpful with us. He, um, you know, we'd never, I'd never played there before, and I would have, I would have loved to have known where to go. And he told me where to go. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not the first time I've been told where to go, but and I'm sure it won't be the last. And Jake played amazing. Uh, yeah, be he a did. Great golfer. He's going to be a pretty amazing golfer. There's no doubt about that. We uh, we are going to enjoy some golf again today with him. We're going to be going up to another golf course pretty soon. And we'll tell you about that one on Sunday when we come back here. It's called uh, Canterbury Woods up north. But I'm going back to Breakfast Hill some more. I really liked, uh, I really liked how they have these. They have like four different tees. Um, you can play. It's really cool. The colors, too. They're mar- the maroon, black silver and gold and uh they had some really good holes i mean if you play it from the tips it's 6493 yards which is a which is you know average for what we've been playing at here but i played it with nate from the blacks and it was 6138 yards which is a little bit shorter but not too much and uh you guys played it from the silvers right and golds mm-hmm. yeah and those were, you know, those are definitely more reasonable, 5,340 yards and uh, 5,000 yards for ladies. But the ladies' strokes are uh, amazing, man. There's there's some great holes on there for you guys. So I, I enjoyed it. I hope oh, you did I too. I loved it. 
So much fun. It was fast. We were four hours and 30 minutes. Not too bad. Not too slow. Not nice too and sunny out. Yeah. We can get a tea time seven days in advance. Love that about that. Uh, it's a par 71. They have lots of members there, I guess. It's got a great membership club. It has a really great driving range, which we unfortunately didn't get a chance to take advantage of because we had a, we had, we were running a little late. when we. Everybody left to, a club too, but you. Yeah. Everybody was leaving clubs behind. Not fun. No. I wasn't. I didn't say a word because I know it's not fun when you do that. So. What? Leaving clubs? Yeah. Yeah, we did it and poor Nate, then Nate did it. I was like, oh. <laughs> I did it yesterday. Oh, you did? No, I'm just saying. I was joking. Oh. <laughs> when I was playing golf yesterday at uh, another golf course we're going to talk to you guys about Punk. in a couple of weeks is uh, Hickory Hill. And uh, we we got to the green and there were three golf clubs laying there on the, on no. the golf. And I'm like, oh man! I'm like, I don't know. Do I Those take them? The stories I do I take hear. them or just or do I just leave them and I tell them where they are when if we run into them? So we left them because I'm thinking if it was one golf club, I would have taken it. But three just seems like you know I feel like I'm hoarding at that point. You know? If it's a pink power wedge, yeah, take it. <laughs> if it's a pink power wedge, it's true. You know exactly whose it is. <laughs> I give you. I'll give you that. And I did have a different philosophy when I was playing, and I tried a different philosophy with. Janine and Jake last week, because it's very difficult when you play golf for 30, you know, 20 plus years that I've been playing golf and you're trying to teach other people to play golf that you're like missing out on your own game. You know what I mean? Like I, last Friday I was so focused on how those two were doing that I was like not even focusing on my own game and not having fun. No. And I wasn't enjoying myself. And I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to refocus. I might've been a little hangry. I I, I didn't need a little Snickers. And you apologize though. I did. I, well, I was just, you know, I felt like, I felt like it was more important for me to be on top of your game than it was to be on top of my mm-hmm. own game. And so I realized quite selflessly that I'm not doing that anymore. That's and good. I, and I, uh, did you see Jake excel from that point on? He did. He played, he played everybody wonderful. played really well. I mean, uh, you know, Nate played well. He had a great shot on that, that par three and almost drained the putt for birdie. His his was definitely the uh, I had fifty seven birdie bogeys that day myself so I'm I'm getting pretty good at the birdie bogey putting it on sitting there going oh yeah just don't don't bogey don't bogey whatever you do don't bogey and I'm like why am I saying that I got to stop saying don't bogey when I should be saying hit the birdie yeah drain this the pot, positive way don't give it away whatever whatever it takes you know the psychology of this game is quite amazing I didn't play very well but. You said that happens after you have Well, you, we had a lesson the day before, and it does. It does screw you up because you, you're thinking too much. You're ready to go, and I was like, oh, yeah. my God, I hate this game. <laughs> well, and then you go out to a golf course like that where, you know, there really wasn't a lot of areas that you can just smash the ball around, you know? Like, there are certain golf courses where you can go that you should go to work on your game. You know what I mean? Where a, a golf course where you can hit it and you can it, find the ball all the time. Where, you know, when you play a golf course like Breakfast Hill, where you got to keep it on the fairway, otherwise you're in the woods. Yeah. You know, it, it gets frustrating to, if you're trying to work on, you're trying to play this shot or play that shot. Like I've, I've been trying to play my draw all the time and I end up pulling the, a lot of times because I'm not. What do you mean play your draw? I like to. I like to draw the ball. When I draw the, for righties, it means the ball is going to go from right to left. So most people try to just hit the ball straight, but a lot of people don't realize is that you have a natural golf shot, regardless of what it is. And some people move the ball from left to right. Some people move the ball from right to left. Some people just hit the ball dead straight all the time. And like, let's take, give you, I'll give you a real world example, professional golfer, Dustin Johnson, right? 
FedEx Cup championship last week. He was he won like he won one, came in second in the next one, and he won the third one to win the FedEx Cup, right? So that's all these points that they get over the year. But he was having a difficult time with hitting green, hitting fairways because he couldn't get his natural. He has a natural shot where it goes from left to right. He likes to he likes to power it out there and it goes and he shapes it from left to right. And he wasn't getting that to work. And so he worked with his hitting coach in the middle of in the middle of the golf tournament. And the next day he was just hitting fairway after fairway after fairway. You know, but you gotta play that natural shot that you have. The world didn't know that, so that's no. good. I'm I, glad I'm glad I'm here to enlighten you on <laughs> So that was my story. Uh, I was trying to play that right to left shot, but it's very difficult because sometimes when you turn your hands over too much, you hook it, which is something you don't want to do. Hooking is when it goes way, way left, or and if you're a lefty, it goes way, way that's... right. In the case of Nate and Pete and half the people that I golf with that are lefties. So but what did you think as an amateur starter? What did you think of that golf course? I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't have a very good game, but <clears throat> definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. The stone, you have that picture of the stone. Yeah, yeah, that's rolling through there. It was some good stuff. I really liked, uh, I just realized I'm pretty hungover. Oh, no, you're just saying <laughs> that on TV. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I watched the Celtics game last night. Didn't drive, went to, took an Uber, we were, we were smart, an Uber, one way and Lyft the next way. And I'm uh, good, I'm just hungry, a little yeah. tired. Mm. Hungry too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to golfing today though, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to going back to Breakfast Hill. I, I would, like I said, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I would like it. to it do was, that again, Tracy too. It was my first hundred that I would give any golf course. I, I that doesn't come easy for me. I I think everything about it, you, people will enjoy. Delicious food, everything was awesome. It was green. It was, uh, it, pl- it just was well groomed. It was well taken care of. Uh, you can tell that it even it, it gets a lot of play. There's no doubt about it because you had a lot of people playing there that day. Mm-hmm. And um, but the I think I think the thing I enjoyed the most about it, it was just different. It was like a like a really different layout that you don't see too often around here. You know, it, yeah, it wasn't they, all on top of each other. You couldn't see a lot of people. Yeah, they were going, they were going out, for beautiful. that. You know, they were going for that look. Cause if you go into their website, they were talking about the course themselves. And, you know, I thought it was interesting that they wanted to make an upscale. They called it an upscale public golf course. And I, I agree. I think they, I think they nailed it. You know, it's been, that's been a farm since 1956, right? It was once serving as a working New Hampshire farmland up until 1956. And then uh, it was completed in June 30th of 2000. It's, gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. The granite is incredible. I uh, Who? Uh, we all have to tell From you. the book to everything. I mean, everything. Yeah. Was um, this guy, Brian awesome. Silva, he's designed a couple of golf courses, and he did a great job. You can go into their website, breakfasthill.com, and... I mean, this this golf course has been a top five golf course by Golf Week magazine as one of America's best daily fee facilities. I mean, that's pretty impressive, and it is. 2008 and 2009 and 2018 Golf Digest awarded Breakfast Hill four stars as one of their best places to play. And for countless seasons, the club has been recognized as a top public golf course by Golf Magazine and Golf.com. It's a great, uh, great practice facility. They're, um, they have this huge practice facility. It's the driving range has four, they have greens in their driving range. Like you can, 
And, you know, most places just have an open area. Well, they actually have greens that you can hit to, which I think is, is pretty cool. You don't see that too often up here. You'll see it a lot down in Florida and in other warm areas where they can do it all year long and they have all the space that they can get. But this is 10,000 10, square foot putting green, which is unbelievable too. That's like Wingfoot this week, the average golf course, the average um, putting green was 6,500 square feet. Wow. One one green is the average 6,500 square feet. I think it's important to note it's conveniently located if you're in one of the metro areas, particularly in northern New England yep. here, an hour from Boston, an hour from Manchester, an hour from Portland. So yep. it's pretty accessible to anyone living in any of those areas. It definitely is. It's right off uh, I-95. Awesome. It's, uh, it's, it hasn't been Good around a long time. It's only been here for a little bit, almost 20 years now, basically. And uh, it's really done a great job. It's growing in. The, it doesn't look like it's, it looks like it's a hundred year old golf course, to be honest with you. Not a, not a. 20-year-old golf course. <laughs> oh. Oop, sorry. You right over there? <clears throat> Didn't mean to sneeze yet. Yeah, COVID. I'm going to have to have her tested now for COVID. Allergies, I promise the world. Yes, it's okay. If not, then we won't be on next week. We'll be, <laughs> Stop it. We'll be uh I'm the cleanest person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Always washing my hands. So what else can I tell you about this great place? Um, tea time, seven days in advance. Did I say that already? I don't think you did. They, they have a great thing in this book, too, and I want everybody to take note of. It's in the back. It's called, uh, oh, no, contact information. That's not it. It's actually about, it was about how to play, like, quickly. And I thought there were some cool tips in here on not being so slow. <laughs> being golf ready. Speeding up pace of play. Have a game plan on how you want to play the course. Like This little book will help you get that game plan. You're like, I want to play the course in par. And then I shoot 120. Okay, well, then there you go. Carry a spare <laughs> ball or two. I like that one too. Take no mulligan or practice shots. I'm a huge fan of not taking practice shots or mulligans. I don't like sitting behind people that are hitting ball after ball after ball. Decide what club you will need before you get to the ball. Hmm, good one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Be prepared to play when it's your turn. Another Common sense thing. Make your practice swings while others are playing. There you go. When out of the hole and heading for a triple bogey, pick up your ball. Watch where you hit your own ball so it can be found quickly. I mean, you would be surprised at all of the people that don't do any of these things. You, you oh, yeah. think, you'd think, you, as I'm saying this list to you guys, like mark your scores as you walk to the next tee. Like there are people that will sit there where instead of going to the next tee, they'll sit at the last green while someone's waiting to hit behind them and they'll be like, Jim, what'd you get on that hole? Oh, I got a seven. Oh, no, wait. Uh, no, I got an eight. And then I'm like, just drive to the next tee. Those people should be shot. Yeah, drive to the next tee and do all that business. You know what I mean? Like You recite these while we're playing. Uh, <laughs> Don't want to my but the, the, I do. These uh, are... These, these fine. Are, How accurate did you find the hole-by-hole hole breakdown? Because each hole they have it kind of written out about a short paragraph kind of describing, hey, this is a shorter hole, but it's more difficult because it's narrow. Yeah. Sharp. How accurate did you find that? I, I liked it a lot, actually. I liked how they said the sharp drop-offs and the, you know, hit it. Oh, I read that whole hit book. It, hit it here. Don't, don't hit it here. Uh -oh. Yeah, this, we're all done now. <laughs> Throwing your sneeze at me. Be, I sneezed down into my COVID. Elbow. COVID is I a five-letter word. I did the <laughs> dab. COVID is a five-letter word. <laughs> Mark your scores as you walk to the next tee. I said that. Be conscious of the lost ball rule in looking for a lost ball. Okay. Does anybody know what the lost ball rule is? Five minutes. There you go. 
Imagine that. You can look for your ball for five minutes. Oh, I thought it was don't take someone else's ball. You can do that. You can't do that either. That's a that's a no-no. <laughs> Unless they left it there for you. Yeah. In golf and real life. Putt when ready. <laughs> don't wait for outside players. Forget honors. The first man on the tee should hit. So that means well, if you get up to the tee, just freaking hit. Why are you waiting for everybody else? Oh, Jim, what'd you get on that? Oh, I, got a, you got I got a seven. I got a six. I got a four. All right, you go first. Shorter distance players should always hit first when the group ahead is out of range. Again, good stuff. This is good stuff. It's like this is like paper gold right here for you people. Paper gold. Love it. Breakfast Hill, I have to commend you. I, I I'm gonna tell you you're one of my favorites so far. Um my, and, one of mine too. And in keeping with the in keeping with this rule of speeding up pace and play, I wanted to segue. I wish we had segues, those would be pretty cool. <laughs> into um, our Scott's Roofing and Siding quote of the week. I actually was able to hang out with Scott, not Scott, Sean Nato, and uh, I wouldn't hang out with Scott, <laughs> but I like Scott's not around anymore. Sean took over the company from Scott's um, Roofing and Siding, and he's really grown the business, and they are one of our sponsors, and I love them to death, him and Darby. Me too. And uh, My they're babes. not in the roofing business. They're in the customer service business. So call them today, 888-947-7663. And the Scott's Roofing and Siding quote of the week is from the great amateur, Bobby Jones, who was a great, great golfer. Uh, really many thought he was as pro as pro comes, but he never took his professional status. He always stayed as an amateur. He was actually the guy who designed Augusta at the Masters and started the Masters. So his quote is, golf is played mainly on a five and a half inch course, and that's the space between your ears. I couldn't think of anything more true to talk about this week than the mental game and the mental preparation of playing a golf course like Breakfast Hill or more difficult golf courses, you know, Manchester Country Club, if you're a Manchester Country Club member. You know, there's some pretty pretty difficult golf courses out there that – you know, really take a lot of mental preparation. And the one thing that I did this week is I took a hint from Tiger and it wasn't, you know, to go get into a fight with my wife and get her to put a nine iron in my you side. Didn't, of my, you didn't go to a Perkins restaurant, did you? My no, mind was just going. No, I just, um, What's my comment going to be, I was going to, I was going to buy an SL 550, but then I thought better of it. No, I, what I did was I took a, there's a mental aspect that Tiger Woods does, and I don't know if you even know, people know this, but he calls it the 10-yard rule. And the 10-yard rule is that when you hit a good shot or you hit a bad shot, he said, you've got 10 yards of walking before you just get it all out. You're going to be angry. You can do whatever you need to do. But after 10 yards, you're all done. And your next focus is on your next shot, which, again, we talked about that last week, where, Right. And mm-hmm. the most important shot is, is your, your next, next shot. shot. Mm-hmm. So he does that and he gets, a, he'll get pumped up. You see him, he gets pumped up. Then he walks, he's walking to the next tee. And when he's 10 yards done, now he's focused on his next shot. And I think that that is probably one of the most important things for me because Box I'm, stripe. I'm always thinking I'm like squirreling all over the place, you know, as are most people, but you know, it's, we don't have the benefit of what these guys have. I mean, obviously like, they have golf, they have psychologists and they have people that are working with massage them all the time. And, and massage, yeah, well, like my own personal massage therapist is right here <laughs> next to me. But, um, is this rated PG or no, it's, it's a podcast. We Speaking can say, of uh, Tiger, uh, I w- wanted to know 
if you already knew which club you would use to take to him if he uh, if he really just uh, bothered you. Have you figured? It? Is it the pink power wedge? I think it would be my power wedge. <laughs> the power yes. wedge. Nice. To leave that in there. So I cannot lose that. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't even. For the first time, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it means you got to keep it in line, baby. Yes. So that is our Scots roofing and siding quote of the week. Do the ten. Do the ten yard rule. Do your five second rule too. That's another good one that just. I'm still on the Tiger Woods. I still have more comments. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. I'm kidding. <laughs> so another great thing we're going to talk about a couple minutes left um, is the U.S. Open is this weekend. And uh, Justin Thomas right now is in the lead, five under, at uh, one of my the most legendary golf courses in the world at Wingfoot, where this, they've hosted the this U.S. Open. This is the sixth time they've hosted the U.S. Open. Where is and it at? It's in uh, on Long Island, and nice. it's really, really a gorgeous like golf to go course. Like to another tournament. We can, you can actually, believe it or not, you, you know, the great part about U.S. Open golf courses is they're typically for their public golf courses that you can play. I mean, you know, granted, it's going to cost you $800, $900 for a round, but um, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about the U.S. Open a little bit more uh, next week when it's done and who won it and how you know, it's just the ultimate for, for amateur golfers. The, you know, it's the most democratic golf course. I mean, golf tournament ever, because anybody with a plus two handicap or better can go to qualify for the open. You know what I mean? So if you've, you've got a dream that you want to try to, you know, like be like tin cup and qualify your way all the way through and get there, it can be yep. done. It's really a cool, Really a cool thing, and they play some great golf courses. Last year, Pebble Beach, of course, which is you know legendary in itself. But um, to be honest with you, Wingfoot is really one of my favorites. Where Ben Hogan won it, she just shot this uh, one iron like like six feet or eight feet from the pin because he was pissed off that he can't putt. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to hit my shots closer to the pin. <laughs> like what a concept. That's awesome. Kind of like when Tracy says, you know, if I just got rid of all my bad shots, I'd be a really good golfer. <laughs> that should be that should be one of our quotes of the week too. Yeah. I'm gonna I love that. That's a that's the uh missed her this week. Yes, we did. And next week we're going away. Yep. We're gonna golf in many places. Yep, we're coming up uh, on uh our time to leave you guys again. Uh I love having this to podcast with you guys. I hope that you enjoy having us too. Next week, we're going to be Thank you all. playing, actually, a short time from now, we're going to be playing at Canterbury Woods up north in the the hills of uh, the White Mountains of New Hampshire. And then next week, we'll be gone, but we're going to be, we'll be here with another podcast where we won't be live, but should I tell people that? It doesn't matter. They're going to think it's live. All right. Well, so yeah. now, gonna, they, now they know it won't be. Now we're going to be live. But, we'll run it like it's live. All right. So subscribe to the United Podcast Network. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook, please. We love you. We'll see you next time. And love you. Happy golfing. Have a great day. Opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.